hey, welcome to the next episode of the Philly Kosciuszko podcast, the podcast where we're helping bring together stories of, of the people that make our community so unique to talk about what's special about Kosciuszko County. Nicole Ruished with OrthoWorks, thank you so much for joining Jody and me. We're excited to be with you here for conversation. Yeah, it's wonderful to talk to some adults. <laughs> yes. Hi, Nicole. So, um, Let's get this kicked off with uh, your origin story. Give us a snapshot of who Nicole is, your family, um, and what brought you on this uh, journey to Warsaw and Kosciuszko. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do in a snapshot, but a little bit about my background. I'm from a small town in rural Wyoming. Makes uh, Warsaw look like a bustling metropolis from a town of about 500. Graduated with 36 people, but... um, Then I uh, went to school on the East Coast, studied arts administration and nonprofit work for a long time, had a lot of fun in Boston. And before I, not too long, I realized I missed my mountains. I'm a mountain girl. I actually did an internship in Indianapolis at the Idle George Museum of American Western Art back in college and uh, was offered a job after I graduated, but decided Indiana might be a little bit too flat. So long term, that joke was on me. Um, a few years ago, about three years ago, my husband and I were living in Colorado and he got pretty incredible opportunity with Maple Leaf Farms, Duck Farms. So uh, he works in their international sales and marketing and he moved out here. I was about four months pregnant. And at that point I had switched careers into education and was teaching in Aurora, Colorado. Um, And I moved out uh, after our son was born and had uh, the opportunity to stay at home for a year and be with him and was pretty lost on what I might do in Warsaw. I wasn't quite sure what opportunities there would be for somebody in nonprofit work and a background in education and actually found a dream job at OrthoWorks where I get to do a little bit of everything. So that's a very brief story, (laughs) as as briefly as I can tell it, I think. but my husband and I, we live off Little Tippy. Uh, my deal was if I'm not going to be around the mountains, at least I can be on a lake. So we have a boat and that's our favorite summertime pastime. Um, and with this COVID times going on, that's as much social interaction as my son gets waving to everybody on the boats and trying to talk to everybody on other boats. So, Right on. Well, hey, uh, Nicole, share with us a bit about your role at OrthoWorks. It's been such a unique organization and the work you're leading there. I mean, It's really helping, I think, in a big way, move our community forward, uh, but also maybe something that uh, some folks wouldn't see as much uh, out in the community. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been in nonprofit work for about 15 years, and I'm not kidding when I tell people it's truly a unique organization. We're a 501c6, a 501c3, came out of the Lilly Endowment about 10 years ago, and kind of the broad sweep of it is we work on social and economic programs to support the orthopedic industry here in Kosciuszko County. Um, We have really three branches of focus that we work on now, innovation being one. Jody can speak to that a lot more than I could. (laughs) Team of entrepreneurs that, um, or team of consultants that work with entrepreneurs in the musculoskeletal system. The other two branches, that's predominantly where I work and have the most fun and talent development and talent attraction. So trying to promote the manufacturing industry and Uh, help local students understand the innovation that exists within these companies here and all the career opportunities for them. So our ME programs, manufacturing experiences, have been growing tremendously over the last few years and 
definitely having fun trying to pivot in a COVID world on how we're going to have those experiences this fall for students. Um, we also uh, have for several years, I think ortho platform where we promote the orthopedic industry to college students. Um, whether you're an engineer and HR, even law or finance, you know, there's an opportunity with one of our companies here for you in Kosciuszko County. So we have a lot of fun with that, trying to also think in this post-COVID world how we can promote the orthopedic industry on a virtual platform since in-person career fairs and those types of things aren't existing. Uh, the other side is our talent attraction. And there we have a great group of young professionals we work with from five of our orthopedic partners. We do a lot of social events. Uh, our Halloween bowling is our most attended. We get about 160 of our young professionals, interns and co-ops in there. And also pivoting on that in a post-COVID world, trying to get some virtual lunch and learn sessions going uh, for our young professionals that aren't back in the office yet and might be looking to stay engaged during these times. And um, the one that's been one of our programs that's really been keeping me busy, given the national dialogue, is our diversity committee, which has representation throughout the county, not just the orthopedic industries, but can you hear my son screaming in the back there? Okay, yeah. That's the all-day sound effects. It's my new <laughs> all-day sound effects. Um, but our diversity committee, we have leaders from various industries, local um, companies and organizations. We've really been growing that over the last year, um, just ultimately trying to see how our community can be welcoming to the diverse talent that the companies bring in. And in a 21st century world where Generation Z is about 51% non-white, um, how are we going to move our community along to adjust to a racially heterogeneous world, really? <laughs> and um, so we do a variety of work in that from um, anti-bias understandings and presentations to working with local elected officials to address the needs of some of the communities that live in Kosciuszko County. What are some ways, I mean, just maybe a few examples, uh, Nicole, how you'd like to see or how you think uh, working through the diversity committee with our employers, elected officials, how might we continue to advance as a community uh, as we work on, on diversity and inclusion? Absolutely. I think the biggest um, thing and what I'm really saying now, seeing now because of the national dialogue is getting different groups of people at the table together to share their stories and to truly have um, an empathetic understanding of different communities' experiences here. And so, um, you know, just having that shared dialogue and opening up our ears and listening to the experiences and that sets the foundation for us to make productive change, to be more inclusive, to be more welcoming. I think in many ways our community is definitely welcoming already, um, but I, there's definitely some things we can work on as we look to 21st century talent. And um, a lot of the change that is coming is from our young professionals. Uh, a lot of the young talent that's coming out of college, you know, they have high expectations of work culture, of community culture. Um, and so making sure their voice is being heard and at the table um, is what I think is just where it starts is through those conversations of getting groups together. Our diversity committee, some of the new movements that have come about from One Warsaw to People of Change. Um, and I'm really proud of how our leadership has um, 
really opened the door to listen to people's different experiences. Right on, right on. Are there, um, are you hearing things that, uh, that um, younger generation, that workforce, professional workforce wants to have uh, or do to kind of connect? Absolutely. And even a few weeks ago, um, our partners down at the Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership, um, we were planning to do some joint professional development series um, this summer. And of course, with everything, we've pivoted and put that on a virtual platform. They've really taken a great lead. But we did a um, implicit bias awareness and systemic racism presentation with talent. And one of the questions I asked, and we got about, I want to say 160 responses from interns and co-ops and young professionals across the region and even some across the state. You know, their expectations of the workforce is to have that, those diverse voice, voices at the table, to be welcoming to all groups, to be um, inclusive of not just young professionals, but the experiences that some of the different groups bring to these companies. I mean, through that diversity, we can even have more innovation and they understand that and they have high expectations for companies around that. I don't know, hopefully that answered it, but they have some, this new generation coming in is gonna be quite a force in the workforce, so. You know, as you do work with some of the, these younger professionals, I guess I'm also curious, you know, a lot of those people, you know, are moving into the area, moving back to the area from elsewhere. Uh, what I mean, we've got a pretty high percentage of our residents are not from here, which is really uh, unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what are some of the amenities that maybe they, they enjoy or maybe uh, do you hear about things that surprise them about our community that uh, that they didn't expect to find here? You know, I think um, outside of Kosciuszko County, and maybe this is known in Indiana, but definitely not outside of Indiana's the amount of outdoor activities and nature <laughs> um, opportunities to really be outdoors and do some cool things is one of the things our young professionals talk about, you know, access to the lakes. And um, also I think what surprises um, even me when I first came out, I was four months pregnant when I first came to visit my husband and went to Cerulean and being a foodie, we lived downtown Denver and walked to so many great restaurants. It's like, there are tremendous restaurants and businesses in this county. Um, and so I, you know, I think we have a lot of amenities um, that some cities have, you know, like great outdoor eating spaces, great mm-hmm. restaurants, um, some really just wonderful venues. And then you add the nature on top of it. One of the other things our young professionals talk about is a benefit to living into this community. You know, we definitely, I don't like to say the housing market and the cost of living is a drive and a reason to live here. I don't, I don't find that as productive, but the truth of the matter is for young professionals, if they're looking for that city experience, they're getting a really small apartment. They're going to be paying a lot more for it. And housing, we have our own struggles here for it, but at least living in this region gives them the opportunity to spend more money on travel and, um, to go to the cities and visit and to go snowboarding, to travel the world a bit more. So that's um, one of the things our young professionals have talked about. Uh, the benefits of living around here is being able to spend money in other ways that they might not be able to if they're living in a more urban area. Nicole, you've lived in large markets. I guess one question I want to run by you, you know, it seems to me like if, if we share with people that you can live in a place like Cascasso County and you still you know, within a 40 minute drive, you can get to a couple of different Costco's, you can get a couple of different airports in a 40 to 45 minute drive or an hour drive. 
I mean, you can get to downtown Chicago in two hours, two and a half hours. I mean, does that resonate? Because, I mean, to me, that doesn't seem like that's much of a drive. And, and I guess, I mean, if you're in a bigger market, aren't you driving the same amount of time anyway to get to those kind of places? Or Right. Well, yeah, especially in Denver, where it's famously known for the airport being 45 minutes away from the city. So that has not been a major adjustment. Um, at all for us, although they did put in a train into Denver so you can take a train from downtown, but still pretty, uh, I think, driving to Fort Wayne or South Bend, we've flown out of both airports is pretty easy. And, um, you know, I we work with partners in South Bend and Fort Wayne, and I, I just love the Fort Wayne downtown and walking down there and having coffee and seeing all the shops and great restaurants that have gluten-free food. Um, you know, I think that is something, there is still a lot to do that has, um, has those more, where we have more of those amenities from the cities. I mean, I have yet to be to what I can't even remember the baseball team, tin caps, right? Tin Down caps, yep. Everybody talks about that. And I know we usually bring our interns last year. We had a group of girls that weren't too interested. So I was excited to try and do that this year, but alas, not so much. So uh, I'm going to turn it over to Jody here in a second, but just want to make sure or confirm. I mean, do you know the backstory of the, the name tin caps? I do not. Because, I mean, no no pun intended, that is so inside baseball. Um, so <laughs> legend has it that Johnny Appleseed is buried in Fort Wayne. Uh, there's a, a park near the Coliseum on the north side of town. There's a grave site. Um, you know, there's probably other places that claim him as well. But Johnny Appleseed was known for wearing a tin pot on his head. So that oh, is the tin I cap is the the actual like pot he used for a hat. I think I Again, like that story more it's than like, I like so many places. levels, you know, you have to get to to be able to explain that. That's super cool. I had not heard that. That's uh, now I really want to go just to hear that story more. <laughs> it is a great place. Uh, Parkview Field where the Tin Caps play is actually a city park. So you can go through any time and, and just use those. Enjoy it as a park. But it's it's been rated the number one minor league baseball stadium in the Midwest. Uh, multiple times, and I mean, I, I believe it. I mean, I haven't been in that many minor league ballparks, but it's a great experience. So, Nicole, you've got a, a young child, and you can speak to kind of the um, the experiences and the um, schooling and the quality of life for children in the area. For people who are considering moving here, that you know want to get a good idea of what it's like, can you give us give us a little? Um, a little bit of your insight? Yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely difficult as a new parent to move here, um, to move anywhere and try to set up a network um, and certainly find childcare providers. You know, it, unfortunately, um, my son's at the age or childcare around our county, it is a bit of a struggle. Um, even though in Denver, I'd be paying at least like five to six times what we pay now for care. But to find um, some of the quality programs in our area is difficult. Luckily, we found a great little one, uh, small school here in North Webster that's been tremendous. The teachers are great. They're so personal and great with the students. Um, and it, I will admit, though, it was pretty difficult for our family um, to connect and find some of the family programs or child groups. Um, a lot of people, the first question they asked us, you know, is you belong to a church um, or if, do you belong to a church or would you like to join or this church has a mom's group and I'm not Christian, neither is my husband. So um, that kind of put us at a disadvantage. But luckily, through the work I'm doing, 
um, now we can kind of start to change that. I mean, the YMCA has phenomenal programs and um, they're doing a lot to grow their youth programs, you know, early learning education, as well as um, I can't remember the name of one of them I saw during this COVID time. So it was like, I wish my son was young enough. Now I could go take him to that and meet some more parents. Um, unfortunately, because I work with so many of the school, all the school districts in our county, I mean, the DLI program that Warsaw has, I'm very excited um, for that opportunity for my son to be in a bilingual learning environment. My husband speaks five languages, so that's important to us. I mean, in Wawasee schools as well, they have tremendous education programs. We work closely with a lot of the teachers, not as much the elementary schools, but I, I hear good things about them as well. So I think there, there is tremendous opportunity in our education here that we maybe wouldn't have, or you'd have to pay a lot of money <laughs> for sure to get that type of education um, in some of the cities. And OrthoWorks has helped, I know, on the STEM learning environment. So that would kind of be another great one at Washington STEM Lab. Um, I hear tremendous things about the program and toured and met with some of the teachers. And so you really, there's almost two options, there are too many options. You've got DLI, you've got STEM schools. There's, I want to put my son in all the programs. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, That's and right. shout out to uh, Wallace C. Schools. Uh, their VEX robotics program is nationally ranked. That's right. They're, yeah. uh, they're fantastic. Yeah, and what what is their, is it the robotics one that goes to Worlds or they have a car one that went to, I think, Europe last summer to compete? That's right, yeah, that's wow. right. Seems like those are a few of the well-kept secrets here, right? I mean, that we have yeah. school systems that offer same kinds of programs that you might find in larger markets. Um, I mean, are there other kind of well-kept secrets you've come across, Nicole, as, as you've gotten into the community that uh, maybe you don't want to share them if there are, if there are secrets, <laughs> but, uh, you know, restaurants or places you found or even just organizations you've come across that uh, maybe uh, are, are more hidden than they should be? I think that, yeah, there's... I, I'm still discovering a lot of the well cup secrets three years on here and being out with OrthoWorks for about two years now. I'm still learning a lot. I mean, our downtown, I remember walking it um, when I first moved here and had my son in the stroller and I was like, there's nothing going on here. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, you just got to come at kind of the right time of day. I mean, what they've done um, with the courthouse plaza over there. And that was one of my favorite things last summer is you get all these different food vendors coming. Everybody comes out from lunch. People drive over to have lunch. And especially with my office there in OrthoWorks, I can see people and somewhat stalk them, too. If they haven't responded to an email, I can find them. I think our downtown has a lot of activity and great things, but it, it, they are kind of hidden. You have to be there at the right time of day sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I um, uh, About a week and a half ago, a little bit longer, um, I was coming down from the Upper Peninsula on the other side of Chicago, and I stopped off at this Arboretum. Okay, it's like a big park where they label the trees and stuff. Right. And they had all these giant, beautifully sculpted trolls Ooh. just hidden throughout the Arboretum, right? And the idea was you just wander around until you stumble into them. And I was like, oh, this wow. is like Warsaw. Yeah. It's like you're just stumbling around until you run into the 110, right? Or right, a ruler right. or one of these fantastic restaurants. It's just kind of mixed into the landscape. Right. Um, you don't see that when you're just driving through, um, you know, driving through town on 30. All you see is just another town on the on the 30 route. Mm -hmm. You go by the mire. You go by Martins. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and, and a, a real quick plug. I mean, 
Kedco is hosting this outside the fishbowl uh, meetup, you know, trying to create some community around people like ourselves who've moved here from elsewhere. So hopefully we can share some of these things we've learned or even to share some of our questions and see if we can help each other out. Um, you know, I've heard it, you know, another rural in another rural Indiana community, uh, the mayor once told me if you're there 15 years, you're just passing through. Yeah. Um, but we want folks to be able to find, you know, what they really enjoy here a lot, lot sooner than that. And so that's where, again, uh, these kind of conversations, but also having the cool leaders like you in the community helping to bring some of this forward is just so helpful. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's important to get people connected really as soon as possible. And that's why, you know, some of the programs we're doing jointly, OrthoWorks and KEDCO, I look forward to, you know, the, the Trailing Spouse Initiative. It would have made a world of difference to me if, uh, you know, we had had that opportunity before I had moved or had been talking with somebody or once I got here, being able to meet with someone and hear about all the programs that are going on and certainly job opportunities. Right, exactly. It's important to plug people in. So I just want to make sure, you know, our young professionals that come in through the companies or people who come here for other reasons, they have that same opportunity. Well, and what a great example, right? I mean, you know, we have some some larger employers like uh, Zimmer Biomet and Diffuse Synthes that recruit internationally. But I mean, we've also had companies like Maple Leaf and Tom Farms and many others that you are know, smaller companies, but still recruiting, you know, pretty broadly to find people, find talent. Uh, and there's a lot of other careers and, and opportunities uh, in marketing and, and accounting, other kind of uh, allied or related kind of uh, uh, areas that support those companies. And we certainly want to continue to be able to do so. Yeah. Are you are you seeing a particular need right now for um, skill sets? Within the orthopedic companies? Yeah. Well, yeah, within orthopedics or within other industries, if you're if you've got access to, to that. Yeah. I mean, certainly within orthopedics. I think it's, you know, if I'm going to talk about the professional side or sort of the, with four-year degrees, looking for um, engineers with management experience to oversee the floors. And then some of the other programs that we do, I mean, certainly maintenance technicians and some of these mm -hmm. highly technical skills that you can get trained up here at the Orthopedic and Advanced Manufacturing Training Center at Ivy Tech, machine, you know, of course, machinists. Um, those are some of the most in-demand ones and we're trying to promote with students here, but also um, try to bring in people from outside that might already have experience and can take more of those management roles. So there's a broad set of needs, I think, for our companies here. And I think COVID's changed it a little bit, but um, it's, I, I had always had joked, even if unemployment changes and, you know, we went from 2.6% to what were we like almost, 14%, you know, during COVID. I don't think I ever expected unemployment to go up that high, but we'd still have a pretty big demand from the companies because there are some advanced skill sets that they need for these industries within advanced manufacturing. So it's a pretty broad brush, but um, I was even talking as we were looking over our data from our ME programs that manufacturing education programs, maintenance technician is one of the lower demanded or one of the ones eighth graders you know they hear that they don't quite understand what it means and we take uh, the purdue biomedical engineering students on tours and at the company they're saying forget being an engineer become a maintenance technician you can get six figures within a few years <laughs> you know so right. making sure students understand that and um, i know there's some really cool new programs that are 
we're supposed to come this fall and some are coming, but some will be coming next year to help promote those. Well, it is just so special though. I mean, the kind of uh, opportunities OrthoWorks is creating to introduce students at different levels uh, to opportunities in orthopedics, now expanding that, getting you know Hollywood on board, looking at how to work with our agribusiness companies. Uh, and, and again, just something that uh, we probably ought to brag about more that we have Orthworks helping to to you know make those kind of matches and create those kind of introductions. Well, and I mean, even for me, coming with background from nonprofit work, the arts, education, the manufacturing here, it is so cool and so exciting. And I'm like, if I can get excited about it with my background and be super into it, mm-hmm. these students can too, once they understand what it really is. I mean, yeah, Hollywood's a perfect example. Um, going through the facility they're building where they melt the milk jugs down and all the equipment that they got from all over the world to make that happen. I, sorry, I really get excited about it. (laughs) That separates the pieces of flat. It's a machine that they use really for coffee beans to separate out good coffee beans and Pollywood's using it to separate out the colors of plastic from the milk jugs to help with that. I mean, it's the innovation that happens in these companies is just awesome. And so if we can make, share that even a little bit with students so they understand, you know, what their parents, what their cousins, what their aunts and uncles are doing in these companies, then why not? That's that's a fun part about education. Right. And I mean, it doesn't, I mean, in addition to, you know, students coming through high school, coming through college, I mean, nowadays, I mean, imagine there's opportunities for folks, you know, at any point in their career to, to move into something. It could be moving from, you know, more of a, uh, even like an office or kind of environment into like a maintenance uh, uh, technician kind of opportunity. I mean, you can, you can make those kind of transitions and we have the education partners here. We have the job opportunities here uh, for people to do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of skill up and skill to the side programs and availability. Right. So you can right. never get bored with your jobs here. I'd say job opportunities. So, um, are there uh, some things that um, you can highlight for us to for people who um, are interested in learning more about what OrthoWorks is going to be providing in the future, how you guys are going to grow, maybe some programs that people should be aware of? You know, I think um, based on the work that we've done over the last year and a half, um, you know, OrthoWorks is really becoming, is really stepping more into the talent space and working um with the Department of Workforce Development, um, work-based learning opportunities. So really helping be that connector between industry and the schools. You know, those are two very different languages and I'm learning the corporate side, but having been on the education side, mm-hmm. you know, we definitely like to um, make sure we find common ground, right? Even just like our diversity work, getting educators and the corporations together at the table. And so I think OrthoWorks, um, at least some of my work will be taking a lot more lead in that space. I mean, we've done it with the funding around STEM and other programs, um, but now it's more um, building out a longer pipeline around that with opportunities. Right is there is there anything uh, based on that or out, an outcome from that activity that you'd like to highlight and promote for people to to stay tuned stay tuned for? You know, pre-COVID, yeah, we were accelerating a lot of this. And right now we're kind of on pause with some of it. So, you know, I think, um, yeah, stay tuned for what we're going to be doing around education in the schools and specific programs. Um, I took some funders down to Purdue NMAX program, their Manufacturing Competitiveness Center. You know, they're working with um, 
a lot of uh, car manufacturers and other things, and we're trying to make sure they see what's going on in orthopedics. So we had some really cool budding partnerships growing pre-COVID that all kind of had to hit the pause button. Mm -hmm. And I think the other side is the diversity <laughs> inclusion work. Is, I mean, education, absolutely. And then through our diversity committee, um, through the presentations we're doing, just building out that welcomeness within the community is also where we're going to grow. And Jody, I'll let you speak to the excelling side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there's, um, I there's think that's, that's kind of a hidden gem. You know, I'd, I'd love to do the promotion. We'll have to do a, another interview where I can, where I can spend some time talking about how great that, um, that group is and mm -hmm. all the, the good stuff and exciting stuff they're working on. But yeah. Um, for anybody who's listening, who's interested in uh, or needs talent from a consulting standpoint, whether or not that's mm -hmm. getting a business started or uh, managing a business, um, marketing services or engineering and technical support. Um, that first stop, if you're interested in getting into the orthopedic mm -hmm. or medical device development game is call Excellings, right? Yeah. And there's a just a great web presence too, right? I mean, Excellinx uh, has a, a website explains all the service offerings. It's A C C E L I N X is how Excellinx is spelled, right? Uh, OrthoWorks Indiana has a great web presence, a Think Ortho uh, website. I think there's yeah. still a MyWarsaw.net website. So, again, helping us tell the story, really helping people, you know, find out more about what's available in this community. Yeah, and we're, we're getting ready or we're starting to prepare, trying to work on new websites and especially mm -hmm. with our me platform. But again, had to hit the pause button on some of yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with a new uh, timeline or calendar. It's going to have to be PC and AC, pre-COVID yeah. and after yeah. COVID. Right, right. Yeah. Well, hey, a couple of real high-level questions for you, Nicole. Okay. So you know, we are interested. I mean, you're a leader in a community. You're involved in so many different ways. Uh, with with OrthoWorks, with the YMCA Board of Directors, other ways as well throughout the county. I mean, where are some of the places you look to for ideas, for inspiration? Is it uh, places you know you're you're reading, books you're reading, things you come across recently, podcasts? Kind of where where do you get ideas? Yeah, you know that's one of the things I love about Indiana is there's just this phenomenal network of information. There's so many cool things we're doing. Um, you know, outside of the county, I work, we, OrthoWorks works closely with a lot of entities, like I had mentioned, the Northeast Indiana Regional Partnership, Department of Workforce Development, Purdue, NMAC. I mean, um, as our interns were designing RealMe, our 10th grade manufacturing program last year, and they were coming up with the super cool egg drop activity, not your average egg drop Um we were presenting about this information and another group down in Batesville was presenting and they do an egg drop as well that simulates the manufacturing process. And so um, there's just phenomenal collaboration throughout the state. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I look towards um, similar counties, similar companies. What are they doing? You know, what is Cummins doing um, down in the South? You no, know, Brad feels the same way. And um, through the Lilly Endowment, through our partners, you know, BioCross Roads, what are some of the programs they're doing, Purdue? Um, you know, locally, I think the biggest way to get ideas is just by talking with our members and constituents. I mean, certainly with our diversity committee, um, meeting with employees who have moved here from elsewhere or, you know, have whether they've immigrated or their parents have immigrated, hearing their experiences and stories and finding those gaps. 
that for me, that's kind of what drives new programming around here. But then you can look to other counties and see what they're doing and make it a little bit more pretty and polish it off a bit more and sell it as your own program. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We, uh, we're actually having a, a summer series, innovation series, uh, with Jason Williams, um, uh, who's a, a thought leader based uh, elsewhere in Indiana. But the session yesterday was on, uh, you know, where to find innovation, and it was titled Beg, Borrow, and Steal. That uh, most of the innovation out there is either from other companies, other industries, you know, looking for best practices, ways to just borrow, like the example of Hollywood, you know, taking a piece of equipment used uh, in, in coffee, you know, uh, to harvesting coffee beans and applying it in a much different uh, application or a much different yeah. use. Yeah, I think the technical term for that is cross-pollinization. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Is that a technical they don't call it, Yeah, they don't call it stealing. They call it cross-pollinization. <laughs> so, okay, so Nicole, you're three years in uh, as a resident here in Kosciuszko County. Um, again, you bring such a great perspective, unique experience, and just so much contributing toward the community. Uh, at this point, I mean, what, what would you say, what's your vision for Kosciuszko County? Where do you see us going in the future? I mean, I think we're on the right track right now. It's just growing the resources you know, Alan, of course, we've talked about not working in silos, but collaborating more. Rising tide lifts all ships, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, Kosciuszko County, I mean, there's just tremendous resources and tremendous vision. It's just taking the time and um, following through on those visions, I think. That's so, fair. you know, I see the welcomeness growing, our manufacturing education programs and through you know, Kedco and Excel Links, the innovation, new companies that are bringing in, uh, new entrepreneurs that are coming just to highlight. You know, I think it's somewhere in OrthoWorks's materials, you know, Kosciuszko County has more patents per capita than any other county in Indiana. So um, it's already been there, and we're just going to keep growing it. I think. Excellent. Thank you. Don't get com cool. don't get comfortable. Don't get complacent. Right. 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 Keep moving. Yeah. So I've got my my question. I like to wrap up with with Jody before we do anything else. Um, Nicole, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. yeah. And it's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. I know we have a lot of things we got to still work on, Jody. That you're reminding me of right now. <laughs> so so we do like to wrap up with with one more question, and this is the Clearly Casiasco podcast. So mm -hmm. we we like to ask uh, get perspective. You know, we use the phrase clearly Kosciuszko, you know, what's unique, what's special, but really, uh, what does that phrase mean to you when you hear clearly Kosciuszko? Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, you know, you hear clearly and I'm thinking of the lakes, you know, the just the wonderful water and experiences that you have here. But then really, I mean, I, what is clearly Kosciuszko's tagline is what live, work, learn, mm -hmm. I believe. And my Warsaw Arthur works is one. We say live, work and play. And I think all of those fit under clearly Kosciuszko. I mean, you can have a terrific job here, wonderful job. You can live here, build into your community, you know, great place for the kids. And um, also there's tons of fun things to do. And I think we're going to discover more during our stay at home time. You know, we're not traveling internationally these days. So we're going to do a lot more playing in Kosciuszko as well. So that's right. That's all right. It's exciting time to be here. Right. Hey. Nicole, this has been a great conversation. Uh, thank you so much for joining Jody and me uh, for the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast uh, brought together by JC Innovations and Kedco. And just we're so appreciative of the partnerships we have 
with Orthworks Indiana that, and frankly, those those opportunities don't exist elsewhere, right? That that's also clearly Gascow. So we can we can work together and help to keep this uh, such a strong and special community. So thank you again, and uh, look yeah. forward to keeping momentum going. Yeah, thanks for the adult conversation and to <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Think outside my house walls these days. It's great. All right. Let's see you.